Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of A Fox in the Trend House. My name is Jack O'Brien. That's Miles Gray. And this is what's trending on this Thursday afternoon. Uh, Sean Reed is trending. Uh, and unfortunately, that is just the latest black man who was killed, uh, shot to death on camera, uh, this time on Facebook Live. And the cops. Apparently didn't know uh, the camera was still streaming, and one of them says, I think it's going to be a closed casket, homie, after he's dead on the scene, and people are protesting in Indianapolis. Um, He was a a veteran. Apparently there was a car chase right before it, and the police shot him to death. Uh, It's very, very sad. Seems like we've got a run of that going. Well, in Indianapolis, especially, the police killed three people in eight hours. Yeah. That was one of three deaths that occurred. Uh, And I don't, you know, I've ran out of things to say about this, at least at this point. I don't know how to feel except helpless and hope that, I don't know. I don't know. Just. Yeah. That first, you know, the, 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 the dangerous thing is if we're sent a message repeatedly that our lives are not worth anything it can eventually manifest into something really awful. And I don't know. It's, it's just frustrating. It's just, you just feel powerless. You feel helpless. You feel nobody cares about you. And I really, I, I don't know how else to say this, but like if you look at an African-American person and your first instinct or your first feeling is concern or fear or something, and but you could look at someone of another race or ethnic group and not have that feeling, Please try and examine that because we are human beings. We are not here to fucking kill anybody. We are trying to live like anybody else. And you don't have to be, you don't have to have judgment about how you feel. I don't want you to think, oh my God, am I a terrible person? Because look, white supremacy is a thing that we are all uh, experiencing and manifests itself in many different ways. But allow yourself the moment to deconstruct why that may be. And at the very least, try and look a at another human being and have your first instinct be that this person may also be trying to live just as I am. And don't fucking use a gun. Don't own a gun. If that is. How well, you I, and to think that this, they, they apparently tried to be tased first. I don't, I don't Jesus. know. It's, it's just like, it's fucking awful. I can't, I, I can't really, I, yeah, honest. I don't know. I don't have anything else. To say. And the, I mean the, the really depressing thing is that this, it's not like there's just suddenly, uh, a spate of these it's just that now people are paying attention and like this is always going on uh, just constantly and it's just a matter of like when the media starts paying attention well the Um, the problem is if the media keeps reporting on it people will complain it's like oh it's all you it's like this social justice no that's i'm sorry that's the ugliness of this country that we live in and until we can confront that fully this is going to continue and i'll continue to feel like shit when I'm not surprised when I hear again that an unarmed black person has been killed by police. Yeah. Neiman Marcus is trending uh, the luxury retailer. I didn't even yeah. know that was a luxury retailer. I thought it was just another Macy's. But Whoa. Uh, okay, money bags O'Brien over here. I just <laughs> I don't... Tr- <laughs> I don't shop at uh, <laughs> yeah at well, department stores. Oh well, no, I mean I I only knew this as like the place my mom would go if there was something really good happening. 
You know what I mean? Like, uh, she, like I'm like, because this is not the Robinson's May we normally frequent. Because, uh, like, Neiman Marcus, at least in L.A. growing up, was the only one was in Beverly Hills. Uh, so it was very much, at least to me, I was I always have seen it as purely, like, not for this part of town, uh, for Beverly Hills part of town. But I guess anything, you know, a lot of luxury retailers are struggling uh, to survive. And I think Neiman Marcus was already doing terribly before the uh, outbreak. So this was just kind of the death blow. Um, but you know, same thing happened with J. Crew. You know, you hate to see it. Yeah, yeah, you hate to see it. Mm. Classics going down. Michael Flynn is trending uh, because <sighs> the Department of Justice has More dropped bullshit. the case against him after he fucking pled guilty. Yeah, I can't deal after, with it. I don't understand this man. He pled guilty twice. Okay, he pled guilty twice. And when now, you hear, when you hear security experts talk about what he did, they're like, he should be in jail for the rest of his life. He like, sold he the country out. Horrible. I yes. mean, not even like that. It's like I, you know, the the sanctity of this nation is above and beyond anything. But like, it's just this man absolutely betrayed any oath he had to any kind of job he had. This he's a snake. He did what he did for himself and doesn't care about anything else. I mean, it's just so odd. They're they're trying to say that the the case wasn't like materially relevant, like or it wasn't meeting the standards to be to be prosecuted. The prosecutor at DOJ who was in charge, he completely he just left when he found out that this that these uh, the, the cases, yeah, the charges were going to be dropped. And again, look, that's what William Barr was here to do is to completely fucking kneecap any sort of connective tissue uh, that would make the president. Um, seemed like he had absolutely zero help from any kind of outside influence, or at the very least, did nothing untoward in his pursuit of the presidency. Um, right. Because that's purely what all of this stuff is meant to do. So, if there's no Michael Flynn conviction, then how can you how can you actually believe anything that's been said about him? I mean, they they dropped the charges. It's like it's fucking infuriating. Right. All a witch hunt. I mean, that's really like. I feel like even though we know he did. Uh, a bunch of shit wrong and the people around him did a bunch of things that are probably illegal. Like the way it's going down in like the cultural memory is like, yeah, that was overblown. Nothing ever came of that. Um, yeah. And that really sh should not be the case. Hey man, um, maybe our kids will be on a podcast being like the thing actually about Michael Flynn. A lot of people don't talk about Michael Flynn. Right. Okay. Because yeah, that's exactly. been papered over by history. My old man, who used to have a podcast before the FBI raided our house. Uh, you know, it's like, I think that's, it, it's, it, I'm really curious to see what happens in history. And like, I, if we're going to be the people who are like, you know, when you meet like older people who like bring up stuff about like, who hate Reagan. 80s. Yeah. Or yeah. like just, or anything where you're like, what? I don't, okay. I didn't know. Like, yo, easy, bro. I'm like I'm 12 <laughs> years old. I don't have, right, right. no, that's what I heard at yeah. in this school. Like how much we are going to allow history to be completely obscured by this kind of nonsense or if we're yeah. going to also be like the screaming hippie people being like oh let me tell you what happened you know, let me but i do feel like that's what happened to reagan he was really bad treated poor people very badly killed unions uh ignored the aids crisis and i mean all of that not all of that pales in comparison to what trump does on a daily basis but it's still uh because People, I, I feel like the conservatives had a hold of the kind of cultural, the myth about, that about point. Reagan. They just, yeah. yeah, they just made 
made him go down in history as a great president. Never mind the laundry list. Never mind Iran Contra. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then the irony of like Ollie North like having a take on Iran. It's like ex- I'm sorry. Please <laughs> I'm fall sorry. all the way back, Mister <laughs> Secret Arms Deals. Um, but you know, with Reagan, I understand why, or I can connect the dots to the mythologizing about Reagan because in the '80s, a lot of people were able to experience a lot of upward mobility financially. So that's like they can, for a large swath of people, they can look back and just be like, the reason I have a lot of money now is because of Reagan, or like I was able to do this because of Reagan. And I've, you know, that's why we see so many Ronald Reagan boulevards and things like that. Those are just like tributes from business people who are like, thank you so much. I'm curious Mm -hmm. though, with Trump, like there's not a lot of material growth happening for most of the country. As we saw, it's just the billionaires that have somehow increased their wealth by 10% during the pandemic. That I'm curious that it's just going to be more of a feeling than like, you know, like all these things named after Ronald Reagan really help reinforce that myth. And I'm just right. not sure that Trump will have the ability to have his name plastered every single place oh. the same way. I mean, unless he takes over like a military coup and just turns everything into a authoritarian dictatorship, uh, which right. not outside the realm of possibility. Michael Jordan is trending. Uh, I just feel like Jordan is constantly trending these days because of the last dance. Uh, this guy's hot, a, huh? This guy's really hot right now. Uh, <laughs> Craig Hodges is saying he thinks Jordan kept him out of the documentary. Craig Hodges was a Aww. great three three point shooter for the Bulls in the first uh, three peat. Um, and also, I I just know him as the dude who was who was like always winning the three point shooting contest. Uh, yeah, back in the day. But he, uh, I don't know why he thinks that. I don't care about that sort of thing. But I am seeing a lot of people using the same like criticism of Jordan that you used to hear like back in the day before he won six championships, where the people were like, "Dude, if I took that many shots, I'd score sixty points a game." Like he just shoots it all the time. He's a ball hog, and it's it's kind of wild. It's like, yeah. Okay, I mean, so your like, generation you even, is just finding out about him. That's the thing is, like, I don't know. I can't. I can't speak to someone if we're not even dealing with the same set of facts. Like, I'm right. like, have you ever tried to shot, shoot a basketball? Have you played a game of <laughs> right. basketball? Right. Do you know what it's like to even take? Have you even shot, you know, fifty consecutive jump shots? Do you know yeah. what? Whatever. And that's where, like, then you, I start sounding like some weird old man from like, right. with the bygone era of 90s. Like, what you don't know is, you know, the parquet is different now on the court. <laughs> uh, but, like, yeah, I, 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 it's like when people say, like, they're so unimpressed with soccer, football. Like, you're like, I don't know, dude. Like, just running around chasing the ball. I'm like, if you knew what it took, you your ass couldn't even pass a ball properly, let alone strike a ball as hard as they are. And, like, the right. technique to have touch, it's just, it's born out of, like, a lack of experience. So I get less interfered. I'm like, oh, you just don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all right, guys. That's going to do it for today. Uh, we hope you are having a good end to your week. We hope you're staying safe washing your hands be good to each other and we'll be back tomorrow with another episode we'll talk to you guys then bye bye